Welcome to Wall Street Breakfast, your daily source of market news and analysis. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. Good morning. Today is Monday, November 29th. I'm Pim Fox. Our top stories include new COVID strain sparks travel restrictions, stocks and oil prices rise, and Canada releases some sticky reserves. Those stories and more, but first let's check markets with oil prices and U.S. equity futures posting gains. S&P 500 futures are up about six-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures higher by one percent. Futures on the Dow are gaining four-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is up more than 4% to $75 a barrel. Gasoline is higher by nearly 6%. Gold is posting a half a percent increase to just under $1,800 an ounce. Bitcoin is over $57,000, a gain of 1.5%. The yield on the 10-year is 1.53%. In Europe, shares in London, Paris, and Frankfurt, they're all up more than 1%. In Asia, the Nikkei 225 dropped 1.5%, while stocks and Hong Kong lost 1%. Stocks making moves before the open include Applied DNA Sciences. It's up more than 50% pre-market after announcing its COVID-19 diagnostic strategy in response to the Omicron variant of COVID-19. Moderna shares are up 10%. SoFi Technologies higher by 6%. Marathon Digital and MicroStrategy, as well as Newegg Commerce, they're all posting gains of at least 5%. Losers in early trading include Logitech International down 5% and Nielsen Holdings, they're off 4%. Now our top stories. Countries are racing to contain the Omicron coronavirus variant that's restricting travel and imposing new quarantine measures as new cases were detected around the world yesterday. Three cases were identified in the UK and dozens more were being treated as suspected cases. Three cases of the new variant have been recorded in Germany. The US, European Union, UK, Australia, Saudi Arabia and South Korea all limited travel or ordered quarantines on individuals traveling to and from southern Africa. Other countries, such as Singapore and India, signal that they are reviewing restrictions. Switzerland has also restricted travel to non-African nations where cases have been detected. Israel has become the first country to close its border to foreigners after one case was confirmed and several more were suspected. Japan has joined Israel in banning the entry of all foreigners, while Morocco said it would suspend all incoming flights for two weeks beginning today. Australia reversed its border reopening plans. And the first South African physician to raise the alarm over Omicron has called its symptoms unusual but mild. Oil prices and U.S. stock futures are gaining, recouping some of their losses from Friday's sell-off with investors weighing the impact of the Omicron COVID-19 variant. Travel stocks are higher in the pre-market, with Royal Caribbean Group shares up 4%, Carnival gaining 3%, Delta Airlines and American Airlines both rising more than 2%. And the Canadian government-sponsored cartel, the Quebec maple syrup producers, 
They're set to tap about a 50 million pound of syrup from its strategic reserves. That's the most the group has released from the reserve in a single season since 2008 and amounts to about half of the entire maple syrup stockpile. The cartel controls about 70% of the world's maple syrup supply and is made up of a consortium of 11,000 Canadian maple syrup producers. The group said last week that a warmer and shorter-than-expected spring led to nearly a 25% year-over-year drop in production. In other news, online and -and brick-and-mortar retailers rang up $8.9 billion worth of sales on Friday. That was down from the record of about $9 billion spent during Black Friday 2020. That's according to data from Adobe Analytics. That's the first time ever that growth reversed from the prior year. Traffic at retail stores on Black Friday dropped about 30% compared with 2019 levels. Half of the companies that raised more than a billion dollars at initial public offerings this year are trading below their listing price. DealLogic data shows that 49% of the 43 IPOs that raised a billion dollars or more this year in London, Hong Kong, India, and New York are trading below their issuance prices. In company news, Disney said it plans to increase spending on new movies and shows next year as it looks to surpass Netflix, the world's largest streaming service. Disney plans to spend roughly $33 billion on new movies and shows for its streaming services, such as Disney+, Hulu, and ESPN+. This would mark an $8 billion increase from fiscal 2021, when Disney spent approximately $25 billion on new films and series. It also means Disney will outspend Netflix by $13 billion. Nissan Motor said it plans to spend about $18 billion over the next five years as part of a plan to add 20 new battery-powered vehicles to its lineup. Nissan said that by 2030, half of its vehicles sold would be powered at least partly by batteries. Church and Dwight has agreed to buy Therabreath brand for $580 million in cash. Therabreath is the number two brand in the alcohol-free mouthwash category in the United States. Activist investor Ancora Holdings is pushing Berry Global Group, a packaging manufacturer with roughly $9 billion in market value, to explore a sale. Ancora, which owns about 1% of Berry Global, is urging it to explore strategic alternatives, including a possible sale and make other changes to increase the stock price. Clear Lake Capital has struck a deal to buy Quest Software from Francisco Partners. The deal values Quest at $5.5 billion, including debt. Thermo Fisher Scientific has confirmed that its kits, which test for the presence of COVID-19, aren't affected by the emerging Omicron variant, enabling accurate test results. Macau casino stocks fell after the controlling shareholder of the largest gaming junket operator was arrested over allegations of illegal gambling operations. Satellite imaging company Planet Labs plans to win more customers, increase its data offerings, and strike more acquisitions after it goes public via a $600 million merger with a special purpose acquisition company early next month. The company sells geospatial data and analytics software to businesses and government agencies. Former Defense Secretary Mark Esper is suing the Pentagon for redacting portions of his coming book, making him the highest-ranking member of the Trump administration to fight government officials' attempts to restrict sensitive information in their memoirs. 
And a New York hedge fund manager has paid $70 million for an oceanfront mansion in Laguna Beach, California, in what agents said is a sales record for California's Orange County. Records show the buyer is Joseph Edelman. He is the founder and chief executive of the New York-based biotech hedge fund Perceptive Advisors. At 7 a.m., S&P 500 futures are up six-tenths of a percent. NASDAQ 100 futures higher by one percent. Dow futures gaining four-tenths of a percent. Crude oil is higher by four percent to about $75 a barrel, while gasoline is gaining nearly six percent. Gold is higher by a half a percent at just under $1,800 an ounce. Bitcoin is over $57,000. And the yield on the U.S. 10-year is 1.53%. Coming up, the National Association of Realtors will release pending home sales data for October. That's at 10 a.m. Eastern. Thanks for listening and have a successful day. That concludes today's Wall Street Breakfast. Thank you for listening. For the best news and analysis on the web, go to SeekingAlpha.com. To subscribe to this podcast, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can sign up for our other podcasts, Alpha Trader and the Cannabis Investing Podcast on those platforms as well.